Hello, everyone. This is going to be a chaos podcast. Ah, I'm sorry. I did a spaces. By the way, hold, hold on, because I am never here. So people are probably like, who the hell is Who is this? Who is this person? She's never on. Um, it's Tara. Uh, welcome to Port Misery, GH podcast. Hi, everyone. Um, ooh, this PhD program just started kicking my ass. Like, it was crazy. It was like, hey, girl, remember, you're in a PhD program, but you got shit to do. And so I have just been, like, my second year has just been crazy, and this is not why any of you listen to me whatsoever. So we're going to move on. Moving on. But like I said, this is the Chaos Podcast, because I did watch every single episode this week, um from beginning to end, and I was able to because I now watch, if you are not following Susie on Twitter, and I am going to, like, actually pull up her full handle, so it's Susie, um, FX or fan 420, so E-F-F-E-X-O-R-F-A-N 420, love it. Um, that's her handle at Twitter. Um, she is amazing. She's super funny. Um, she shouted me out, which now makes me feel like I should record a podcast. Um, so yeah, <laughs> like, thank you for Susie for doing the Lord's work on that one. Um, but she's amazing and she actually streams the episodes on Discord. And so you can watch with like a bunch of fans and, you know, we talk in the chat. Um, I'm able to sort of live tweet it in a way. Um, because I am kind of flipping back and forth between Discord and Twitter. Um, I could just be on Twitter on my computer. I don't know why. Or I could be watching Discord just on my computer. I, I'm making life hard instead of smart. Um, but I have been able to watch the episodes. And we do have more of like, okay, this is what's happening. This is what we're doing. Um, and the stories are kind of blending together there's more umbrella happening there's more you know front burner versus back burner and there's way less straggler and that is an improvement over the last probably two years um we've seen a lot of movement in certain stories um and then there's just a little straggle which you kind of need on the show like you need a little straggle you need just a little bit of people being like what the hell what are you doing um and so I did want to get into it let's um Let's start with uh, the story we probably care the least about, which is the Hat Daddy story. Um, And I'm just saying that because, like, I think the characters are probably the newest characters that have been introduced. I mean, Curtis is, he's a staple on this show. I, I don't consider him, like, some person who just showed up last week, you know, he's been pretty established in Fort Charles, the Ashfords are pretty established, I think that we could have other Black families that have been on this show, but, like, we have the Ashfords, and so I'm gonna rep the Ashfords, um, and I wanna rep them in a better fucking story, (laughs) this Had Daddy story, I, I leave notes on Twitter, and I know that my, like, podcast listeners and my Twitter followers are not the same group of people. Um, I could see the difference in numbers, but um, I leave voice notes, and so sometimes I'm like, am I just repeating myself? But fuck it, it deserves to be repeated. We don't know anything about the story. We don't know anything about what's going on. 
we have seen like all these ebbs and flows. He just showed up. We didn't know who he was. I, I found the tweets where I was like, random black guy. And then he became Granddaddy Ashford. Now he's Hat Daddy. He's on his third nickname. And I know nothing about this man. And so he, um, all of a sudden, <laughs> Curtis just decides, like, Aunt Stella, you know, a couple weeks ago, I think, had, like, another episode. She had a panic attack this time because clearly the secret is hers, too. I think whatever Curtis found in that file is not the whole story. Um, but she has a panic attack, and Curtis just decides he hates Hat Daddy again. <laughs> Can't trust him. And so he decides to sell his soul to Selena Wu. Honey, make it make sense. Like, didn't you leave Jordan? Because she sold her soul to Cyrus Renault and didn't fucking tell you? Like, <laughs> because she knew Taggart was alive and didn't tell you. And now you're out here doing the exact same thing to every single person in your life. Hypocrite for life. Hypocrite. Curtis Ashford. But he allows Selena Wu to, like, have this poker game, this poker game in his, in the champagne room. Um, and already implied that that's not all she's going to want from him. So he's an idiot. Like, he is an idiot. And, like, Hat Daddy randomly decides to question Drew, like, oh, I will take that job. And I thought that him being like, well, it's filled, was actually a good excuse. I don't know why Hat Daddy started throwing this temper tantrum. And I don't know why Drew was like, yeah, man, you're right. I lied. Like, what do you mean, bro? Just be like, I don't have time to wait all day. Like, I would have just been like, look, I considered you for the job because Curtis offered, like he said, you knew jazz. And then you kind of just like dicked around. And now I filled it. What do you want? Like, that's how business works. Like, I'm not just out here. But, like, he was just like, yeah, my bad. I am a rich kid, which he's not. Like, Drew grew up with crazy-ass Betsy Frank and then went to an orphanage after he was almost molested as a child and then ended up in the Army. They don't pay you jack shit in the Army or the Navy. He's a Navy SEAL. They don't pay you shit. Like, he was never a rich kid. Like, he became rich once he inadvertently stole Jason Morgan's life <laughs> that's when he became rich so and then Jason came back and just gave Sam all the fucking money and then he just spent it on Aurora and now they're gonna merge that company oh my god okay so Hat Daddy is like oh I'm mad I'm mad and like let me leave oh my god I think a hawk just flew by my window that is so uh, Santa Barbara Santa Barbara like it's very close like ooh. Okay, back. So, Hat Daddy's gonna leave. He's, like, offended. And, um, he has a talk with Trina, and, like, Trina's, like, first he talks with Epiphany, who just starts screaming at him in a coffee shop. <laughs> just screaming at him in a coffee shop. Um, and then he talks to Trina, and Trina pretty much says the same thing without screaming at him, like, so you're just gonna bounce, and, like, starts kind of reading him, and then he was like, I'm from a different generation, and it's like, I'm sorry, like, I understand, and I actually appreciate the writing in that, because, like, in the black community, you don't talk to elders like that, you know, it's just something, you know, you don't do it, there's still that formality in the, but, and I mean, it's not a formality, you should respect your elders, but unless, unless they're hat daddy, and they're lying ass bitches who don't want to tell you anything, and they get mad when you try to find stuff out, like, 
You can't be gone for like 40 years and then be like, well, just let's just move on. Like, even when he was talking about it, like, oh, I thought I could just slip back into my life and like, it'd be fine. Like, why? Why did you think that, sir? That's so weird. Um, ugh. But Curtis gets the file. He opens the file and nothing. We don't know. We don't learn anything. And I don't know if this is because like last week was preempted. So like, this is technically a Thursday episode. And so like the Friday, the episode we saw yesterday was technically Thursday's episode. And we should have more of like, you know, movement, I guess on Monday. But oh my god, let's just move past this. I'm already irritated. Like, even Sunny was like, bro, what are you doing? (laughs) What are you doing? And Curtis was like, I got this. Like, whatever, whatever, um, tell Nina that you got this, because she keeps giving that woman attitude, like, don't get beat up by Selena Wu, Nina, you already got beat up by Alex Duvain once, Alex Merrick, like, ugh, but, uh, so, next story that we don't really care about, and it's kind of like a straggler story, to be honest, is, like, Brit dating someone, like, is she dating, was Spinelli, like, I think I saw two things, so either that Spinelli was her date, but, like, why wouldn't it just say Damien Spinelli, like, what name did he put, um, or I think I saw Soapchin, um, she said that he created the app, and that's why he's getting so offended, either way, I don't fucking care, put Spixie together, (laughs) put Spinelli and Maxie back together, put Brit with Austin, and quit playing these games, um, I did see people shipping Brit and Drew because of Cameron Matheson's undiscriminate chemistry with everyone on this goddamn show. <laughs> I mean, I ship him with Curtis. Like, I ship him with, like, he's got that Fanola chemistry, like, chemistry with doors and stuff like that. Um, Cameron Matheson is just like, I don't really know what I'm playing yet, and I don't know who I'm actually in love with, like, because first he was, like, super in love with Sam, and then I, someone told him, you, you don't love Sam, and so now he's giving her big friend energy, and kind of throwing that chemistry Carly's way a little bit, but then I feel like someone else told him, like, you don't know if you like Carly, so he was like, okay, well, and now he's with Brit, and they're, like, in a bar, you know, drinking, toasting to their singledom, and so now he's throwing it her way, like, who knows what's going on, like, the Westbourne women, except for, I mean, even Willow has a sad life, but the Westbourne women and their luck and love has been just paltry and embarrassing, to be honest, so, you know what, I'm not gonna, I do ship crew, because, you know, I want my girl to, make Sunny mad, but, um, you know, whatever happens with, like, Brit, I don't suspect it will end well, it never does, so, <laughs> moving on, let's get away from that, um, what other, chaos, chaos, um, what other stories were happening, um, let's do Leo's adoption, I thought it was very cute, because I think the little actor who plays Leo is very cute. Um, besides that, I mean, like, it kind of just came out of freaking nowhere. Like, he said this, like, months ago. And then they're like, we finally did it. And I know that adoptions take a long time. But, like, we don't even know what day it is in Port Charles. It could still be March, if we're real with it. And so, who knows what's going on. 
And um, it was just a cute moment. And then we couldn't even focus on the moment because we have like Drew, Michael, and Ned being like, let's have Aurora and fucking ELQ merge. And it's like, I understand why they want to have it merge because like, but who gives a shit about either of those companies? Like, we don't see either of them. They don't matter. And so, yeah, just put them together so the quarter mains can be in the same business. I didn't understand why they had Drew start that raggedy company anyway. And Sam just sold it immediately. She was like, yeah, I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want that. I did. I never did, it turns out. And so, like, fine, have it merge. Who cares? Um, and then you have, like, let's just throw them in there, because I don't want to talk about them, well, together after this, then you have, like, Brooklyn, you know, Brooklyn and her weirdness with Chase, that doesn't make any sense, like, why are you, like, oh, I'm mad at Chase, but then, you know, you had, like, was that last, this week? Let me, I'm gonna jump to Tuesday's episode, this is what I mean by chaos, because, like, I didn't go back to rewatch it because before I recorded this because I honestly have things to do today. But um no, I think it was last week. Last week we had um Spinelli popping off on Austin for absolutely no reason. And then Chase and Brooklyn's weirdness that's just manufactured angst. There's literally no reason they shouldn't be together. But like Brooklyn, like Leo wants Chase there. And then Chase can't be there because he's at GH and we're gonna get to that when we get into the next storyline. Um, but, uh, she's all, like, angsty about that, and he's like, I don't know phone numbers, which is true, I, I, I felt him on that, like, yeah, I, I have no idea, um, I had to memorize my mom's phone number, because sometimes I, I, I call her Ubers, (laughs) so, I had to memorize that, but, um, like, yeah, I don't fucking know numbers, and so, yeah, like, he's, like, panicking, because, he knows how Brooklyn is a mess, and Leo, like, Olivia's like, you're gonna perform in front of the whole family, and then Leo, like, you know, like, I don't want to do that, um, and has, like, a little moment, and then runs upstairs, so we're gonna figure out what's going on with them, but it was, like, a mix between, like, adorableness with, like, Leo, and, like, oh, I don't fucking care about EOQ Aurora merger, like, what does that do, how does that stop Valentine? How does this stop Valentine? It doesn't explain anything. Like, and so, and I don't want it to explain anything. I could care less. <laughs> like, goodbye. And we're leaving the Quartermain Mansion. Um, goodbye, Quartermains. And so, next story, uh, we don't super care about it, but there's one person just like making this shit work all the right reasons, and, um, you know what, let's hold off, let's hold off, I hate to put this ahead of two other storylines, especially, you know what, I hate to do it, and so I won't, I won't do it, um, Harmony is about to kill everyone, (laughs) Harmony is about to kill everyone, she's gonna kill Alexis, she's gonna kill Carly, she'll kill fucking Sam and her damn attitude, (laughs) Like, she gonna kill everybody, like, ah, so, Harmony yeeted Neil's brother off of a cliff, (laughs) why do they keep having these meetings off of cliffs, like, every park in upstate New York and eastern Pennsylvania is built on the side of a cliff, like, 
the Acme company did it. Like, I don't understand. Because as soon as she yeeted him off that cliff, like, let me just paint this scene. There's a chain link fence behind her. So did y'all hop a fence to have this fucking meeting on the side of a cliff? What are we doing? What are we doing? Okay, but fine. She was gonna, she got the most like cartoonish fucking size needle full of heroin, like $5,000 for the heroin to pump his ass full of heroin. And then ends up not even using that. So she just wasted that five grand. Um, and then she yeeted him off a cliff, just peaced out. She was just holding his bag for dear fucking life. She was holding it like it was a life raft. <laughs> she was like, no, um, goes to the Metro court. It just starts drinking like it's homecoming. Like, it's the homecoming dance. And so, she's getting drunk. Um, And then, because I know I'm still trying to get my Spaces podcast um, that I did on Twitter uploaded. Um, Twitter's just being real persnickety this time. Um, But I talked about it before, but uh, Brandon, but it was on something that's not on Spotify or Apple or whatever you listen to this on. Um, But yeah, Harmony told Neil that she's not Willow's mom. And then for some reason, if you watch GH Sunday Shift, I think it was last Sunday's episode or maybe the Sunday before. But um, the, uh, the Sunday Shift crew actually gets into why Neil would not have been allowed to tell anything that Harmony told him. Um for very specific reasons, um, just watch GH Sunday Shift in general, because they're, they're amazing, love them, um, I've done a few episodes with, um, the crew, and so, yeah, you're, definitely go there to get more information about why Neil should not have been able to tell him, tell anybody anything, but, um, Harmony just doesn't care about anything, and just injects him full, you know, with two grand worth of heroin, I guess, I don't know, um, and, and then pieces out, and then forges this friendship with Alexis, which is so freaking weird, like, you murdered her, you're the reason she's in prison, like, just, I mean, Alexis is the reason she's in prison, because Alexis is constantly trying to murder people, she's trying to murder her fucking way out of her problems constantly, like, you can't murder all your problems away, Alexis Davis, you can't do that, but, you know, she tries, and so it is Alexis's fault, but, like, you know, she was happy with Neil, she was kind of accepting that she's not a lawyer anymore, but at least they have each other, and then Harmony killed him, and then she just went full drunk Alexis and tried to murder fucking Franco, and then hit Dante instead, and they ended up in prison, and so Harmony is, like, a part of that cycle this time, and so (laughs) Harmony... (laughs) all the audacity, and so let's go back, she's at the Metro Court, drinking, Alexis shows up, she's like, girl, let's get drunk, Alexis is like, what, (laughs) what do you mean, um, and then Carly comes over, which causes Sam to come over, um, love the Car-Sam friendship, okay, um, and, Carly trying to deal with Harmony, like, girl, like, let's just get you a hotel room, like, you can sleep it off, she's like, I don't need your charity, Carly, like, (laughs) ooh, she is breaking down, and then, um, Sam is, like, uh, looking at her mom, like, ma, (laughs) what are we doing here, uh, and then Alexis, like, I just gotta take her home, and so they, like, take, uh, Alexis takes her home, Carly and Sam are, like, kikiing at, the bar, and 
say I was just like, I'm going to go check on my mom. Like, let's go check on my mom. They say they're going to go axe throwing again because apparently that's the hot spot in town. Not the champagne room, but axe throwing. Make it make sense. Um, but, like, they're going to go axe throwing, but let's stop and drop Harmony's car off at Alexis's so Sam can check on her mom. And Harmony is just drunk AF. It just acted crazy. Like I said, will not let go of this bag. Um, Carly is like, yeah, girl, it's fine. You know, Alexis is looking at Sam like, you go tell me you told I told you so. Sam's like, nah, girl. Unlike you, who's been who stays judgmental on me and my life choices, I'm just gonna let you live because that's your friend. Um, and then Carly's out here with Harmony and. Harmony's like, I wish I was Willow's family. And Carly, because Carly said she was her family. Ooh, she gonna strangle Carly to death. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> fight her, Carly. Don't let her. Don't let her win. You're from the trailer park, girl. <laughs> like, grew up in a castle. You from the trailer park, though. Fight her. Like, punch her in her titties. Like. <laughs> I'm sorry, Susie. I know that you are a Har- the main Harmony apologist. <laughs> this is my Susie podcast. Susie made me do it podcast. And I'm out here telling my fave to punch her fave in the titty. That's friendship, though. That's chaos soap Twitter friendship. Y'all should try it. It's great. Just, but, okay, Harmony, she sleeps it off. And, um... <laughs> Just start, Alexis tells her about the story that Michael and Willow are running against Nina and how they're going to need to get background on Willow. And Harmony starts flipping out. She's just like, no, how dare you? It like pretty much threatens to throw hands with Alexis. Alexis is like, girl, last time I checked, you living in my house. So I'm just going to keep doing me and I'm going to go to work. And when I get home, you probably don't live here anymore. And so. Which she should have thrown her out a week ago, to be honest. Like, as soon as she knew your house more, as soon as you found out she was in your house before, like, nah, she should have been gone. Um, but whatever. Uh, but Harmony starts breaking Alexis's shit. <laughs> Just starts breaking her shit. <laughs> it's so funny. Um,. And then finally decides to destroy these files. I don't know why she can't just rip them up. Like, why has she got to set them on fire? I would have ripped them up. I would have put them in some water. I would have put them down the goddamn garbage disposal. But no, we got to, like, put them on. And then, she, of course, she don't have no matches. She's like, I don't have matches now. I don't know how Alexis' house works. (laughs) Make it make sense. Carly just decides to let herself into Alexis's house in the middle of this and so Carly you in danger girl <laughs> this story is so problematic of all of the credit goes to Inga because she is holding it together she is the whole reason this story is even has a modicum of entertainment value because her spiral is something to behold it's glorious I respect the hell out of it um, just because I forgot, let's do another straggler, fucking Sunny trying to make some comeback, embarrassingly, so, to be honest, like, he's just, like, putting people in trunks or whatever while his bar gets robbed, like, can we just move forward on that, like, who's doing this, is it Miss Wu, is it another person, what are we doing, like, I'm just, like, and if it is Miss Wu and we're doing the Asian Quarter storyline again, I don't even want Sunny in it, I want Anna in it, so, with that being said, let's move over to Anna. Um, Vanna rising. Uh, Valentine came back. Valentine came back 
and the first person he went to go see was Alexis, which <laughs> their BFF them is so funny to me. I love that, like, because Nancy hates Ingo in real life, um, they were like, well, Alexis got to get a new best friend, and it's going to be her not-brother, actual cousin, Valentine. And they have great chemistry. I mean, Alexis used to not fuck with Valentine at all, and now she's just like, give me a hug. I missed you so much. It's <laughs> their relationship. I stand it. I'm here for it. Um, but Valentine, I am very curious about him and what is going on and what we're doing, because what's going on, like, what, <laughs> I'm just so confused, he comes in, like, we gotta be a family, Victor, my father told me that, and, like, now we have a paper, and Alexis is like, we don't have a paper, this is Sean's paper, I just work for it, like, what the hell, um, and he just saying crazy shit, uh, but then he leaves, <laughs> Alexis is like, that was weird, <laughs> bye, bro, um, he leaves, over at Shay Anna, you have all of the vets. We got Laura, we got Felicia, we got Robert, and they're all talking about what the fuck is happening with Jennifer Smith and how that shit don't even make any sense. Um, Laura will eventually go tell Sonny about this, and Sonny was real ready for her to just be in jail. He was like, yeah, that whole did it then. Bye. <laughs> Case closed. <laughs> um, but Laura was like, mm, she is not that smart. And so that's pretty much what they're on. And then Robert all of a sudden just wants Anna to do, he, Val, she wants, I can't even speak. Robert all of a sudden wants Anna to do like a honeypot on Valentine. Like, bro, she's halfway dating him. So this honeypot's not going to work because she just going to catch feelings. <laughs> it's not going to work. Like, what the hell? He was just all like, use your vagina to get the to get us information for Valentine. She was like, bro, get out of my house. Like, <laughs> no, we're not going to be doing that. Like, Anna, um, not Anna, Felicia was like, you date Valentine? Laura just had that like shook look on her face. She was like, she was going to bust out laughing. Like, you know, what the hell? Um, I guess Mac is at home with the kids. That is so funny to me. That, like, you know, I hey, I stand. He needs to stay at home with the kids. Let Felicia come be a part of this. Um, but they agree that, like, who they need to find is Francois. Francois, not S at the end, no S. Francois Olivier. And then, of course, who knocks on the door? But Francois himself, if Valentine shows up, um, Robert got nothing but attitude for him, of course. <laughs> of course. Nothing but attitude. Uh, but he ends up um, talking to Anna about Peter's death and how, you know, she shouldn't feel bad. She's a hero. And of course, Anna's like, I am not a hero. Like, I just sat and watched the man die. Like, that's not heroic. That's you know, and she, of course, Valentine is like, no, like, he was like Rasputin at this point, like, we cannot send him, he would have definitely made it if you called somebody, he's just that evil, where, you know, you had to do what you had to do, and Anna pretty much told him, like, you know, I needed to do it alone, but I didn't want to do it alone, and you know, Valentine was just, like, kicking himself inside, like, he went home and wrote 18 whole poems about how he fucked up because, you know, he could have been there, could have been there for Anna, 
but he had a made-up trash infection. Did he actually have a trash infection? That's now the question. Was that all a lie? Um, we know Charlotte's in boarding school. A mess. Um, is he lying to Anna? Because that's something I can't abide by. Like, my guy. What game are you playing right now? Like, this do lavery behavior. I don't like it. Uh, but then you have, he leaves. Anna wanted him to stay. She wanted to open the bottle of wine. And then he left. And he's because he's an idiot. Uh, but he comes back and they have the kiss of all kisses. It was, I don't like that they're just pacifying me with these banana kisses, but the, it always works. It always works. I'm like, okay, banana. Whoo, they still got the juice. Yes, let's move forward. Let's move forward. Um, man. But I have no idea what Valentine is doing. I have no idea. I know that Charles Shaughnessy has hip surgery. Um, and so we'll see. We'll see. But Vanna, ooh, good, good. Okay, this is just a lost story. <laughs> It is not in the ranking whatsoever because I just forgot about it. And it's definitely not better than Vanna or the Harmony story. But it's Liz being haunted. What the fuck is going on there? <laughs> what is going on there? I am so confused. Like, is she being haunted? Does she have DID? Or is it that the Chase Finn brothers are just homeless? And they're haunting her for free room and board because, like, I have no idea what's going on. The file was corrupted. Like, Chase got knocked out after trying to summoning, trying summoning spirits with her young son, which, okay. He was like, he told me it was a science project. Okay, how many science teachers are using Ouija boards to contact spirits? Chase, come on now. You're supposed to be the adult. But he ends up knocked out, and we still don't know anything. Freaking Hamilton Finn is acting like him and Elizabeth have been married for six years. It's so irritating. I have to bring it up because, you know, this is Becky's 25th year. Can we do better, please? Honestly, just tell us what's happening. Just tell us what's happening and let us enjoy it. Because I I really can't with this story anymore. I've seen way too much Finn and not enough Elizabeth. Let's move away from it. Let's go away from it. Like, ooh, so irritating. Uh, the final story that I'm going to talk about, because I do have to leave in a half hour, I'm realizing. <laughs> but the final story I'm going to talk about, the teens. Ooh, this story got cray. Um, this was hands down the most entertaining story this week. Um, everything is popping off. We know the information. We know enough relevant information for us to actually be engaged with the story and how certain characters are moving. And you have a lot of different people happening in it. And so, like, you have, like, Sam and Carly over here, where Carly is like, I know Trina didn't do it, and I want you to break into Dante's phone, which Sam does. Um, Carly didn't make her do it. I'm just going to throw that out there, you know. Like, she said it herself. She did it because she wanted to do it. 
but she's not able to see what's up, but Dante's super pissed, and he's pissed at Carly, which, I mean, that's the correct energy for him to have with his ex-stepmother, so whatever. Um, but Sante's fine, but I do like that Sam is like, yeah, Trin didn't do it, and I'm willing to do what it takes to prove that. Good, good energy, Sam. A plus, no notes. Um, and then you have, uh, actual Spencer, who does believe Trina, I'm not going to say, his plan is to not have a plan and just be zero plot, all vibes, constantly, and so (laughs) he tells Cameron that, like, he's trying to get Esme to trust him so he can get information out of her, I don't understand how that, any of that's gonna work at all, um, but fine, Cameron decides, like, once, upon hearing this, he just decides that freaking Spencer is the most virtuous man who's ever lived, and he must defend him against his demon girlfriend, Jocelyn. Like, are you insane, sir? Like, the part of the plan is for you to not be Team Spencer here. Like, get it together. And so Spencer comes in, and in the craziest, most chaotic fashion, accuses Jocelyn of making the sex tape to frame Esme and Trina, I guess. Chaos. And so, not chaos the ship, just chaos in general. And so, (sighs) Spencer, Cameron punches him. And, of course, Rory had just shown up, was like, hi, Miss Robinson. <laughs> it's so funny. Rory shows up. He arrests Cameron. Um, Spencer starts acting hella ratchet and hella wild. It's like, take the cuffs off him. I'm going to fight him outside. And as he turns around, he accidentally bitch slaps Rory. He accidentally bitch slaps Rory. And so now he's like, you're under arrest. Trina tries to get them, Rory, to let them go. Jocelyn just calls her lawyer. (laughs) She just calls her. She's like, Diane, get to the police station. I mean, you know, Jocelyn Jacks is the head of the PCU's committee to defund the PCPD, so I was not surprised. But um, (laughs) Spencer apparently gave Rory nothing but attitude on the way to the police station, and then he immediately calls Laura to push his privilege. Now, this is the situation where the show is not paying attention to its own plot and how things are moving. Because, like, you have this whole, like, train is being railroaded. And one of the things, because I'll give it credit, one of the things that makes the team story work is that we know that Trina didn't do it. We know who did it. Um, and now it's about how do we get them out. And we officially know that all the important players in Port Charles know that Trina didn't do it. But the issue is, like, if you're going to have Cameron and Jocelyn, Cameron and Jocelyn, Cameron and Spencer get arrested and then immediately have Laura show up and, like, use just the very fact that she's mayor to sort of, like, bully this young rookie cop into not pressing charges against this little wild thug, like, that's not a good look, especially when you got everyone telling Portia and Trina to just believe in the system when they don't have mayors there being like, I know, like, how much would it mean if Laura said that I just don't think that Trina did it as the mayor? 
as the mayor. And so, like, you know, she wouldn't even have to accuse Dollar Tree now. She wouldn't have to do that. She wouldn't have to be like, I see, there's another suspect. She'd just be like, I just know that young woman very well, and I just don't see that, you know, it's very, like, evidence to come out of anywhere. But, like, it was just, like, as entertaining as those scenes were, because literally every single part of them were entertaining because the actors did such a good job. You had Spencer being incredulous. You had Laura being exasperated. You had, you know, Rory being completely uncomfortable. And so, like, everybody was giving the correct energy. It was just sort of, like, the actual surrounding events of everything that's happening and then to have, essentially, Laura come and just get her grandsons out of that. It's just, like, her white grandsons out of this while this black girl's got to just trust in the system it's not a cute look gh and it's just something that you should think about that like i understand that nepotism exists in port charles and we've seen it several times but like you really got to think about that writers just fyi um but yeah they get arrested spencer is just super incredulous He's yelling at Cam. Laura shows up and just shuts that shit down. Just shuts it down. Like, bro, shut the fuck up, okay? Like, you just got out of prison, and now you out here hitting cops? What the hell is the matter with you? And, of course, he's like, but my grandmother, like, he's got it out for me. And he, she was like, that's the officer of the law. Like, shut the fuck up. Like, you know, do what you're told. And, like, don't ever dismiss me again or I'll punch you in the face. And so... Laura's from Charles Street. People forget. People forget that Laura's from Charles Street. And so I'm glad that they reminded us that. But, ooh, this was the week. This was the week. I'm sorry if I missed anything. Um, I know I did not talk about Sona just because at this point I can't. <laughs> I can't. That's another thing I'm just going to kick to GH Sunday Shift because they do such a better job of it. Um, but once again, thank you for listening to this. Um, once again, thank you to Susie for shouting me out, for putting me in a very good way on blast about my podcast. So I made one. Um, and just shout out to all my listeners. Love you guys. Like I said, I'm not ignoring you. I don't want to ignore you. I I do implore you to, if you're not on Twitter, to maybe make it Twitter. It is really fun sometimes, sometimes on GH Twitter, and um, I do make a lot of content on Twitter, um, just little videos and stuff like that, and then sometimes I make little voice notes, and then I do every once in a blue moon host spaces, I do attend a lot of spaces, Um, it's really fun to just sort of like physically talk to some of my followers and people I follow, and like I, you know, it's really, really fun, so I do encourage you, if you like to follow me, you can do so at port underscore misery on Twitter, and then also, once again, follow Susie, I'm gonna find her, because I cannot pronounce it, I'm sure it's pronounced a certain way, and she's gonna be like, girl, it was this, and it was super simple, but it's at E-F-F-E-X-O-R Fan 420 The name is Susie Um, You will not be disappointed Um, And also Follow GH Sunday Shift Because they're way more frequent (laughs) They're way more consistent on recording Than I am and they're 
way more intelligent than me on most things in life. Um, But once again, thank you for listening um, and have a great day.